This is the Getting Into Alignment podcast. Here we play in the quantum world of possibilities. If you desire it, you get to have it. My name is Alexa Ray Smith. I'm a business coach and spiritual teacher for women in business. I'm here to help you unlock your personal power and tap into your magnetism so that you can manifest the most incredible life for yourself and build the business of your dreams. These episodes will help you plug into the energy of infinite potentiality and teach you the tools you need to play in this world where limitations don't exist. On this podcast, I'll be talking to you about energetics, mindset, embodiment, spirituality, money, and business. Everything that you want is on the other side of you getting into alignment. Welcome back to the Getting Into Alignment podcast. I'm your host, Alexa Ray Smith, and today we're just going to get right into it. So this is the thing that I understand. Like I, When I tell you guys things, I need you to understand that I have been through it. Like I have been learning this manifestation thing for so many years now. I have been taking and integrating spiritual teachings for literally almost 20 years now. So when I'm telling you something, when I'm teaching you something, when I'm saying it with such conviction, it's because I know that this is the way that it has to be. I understand that if you keep energetically wobbling back and forth between your limiting beliefs and your empowering beliefs, your limiting beliefs are always going to win. And this is the thing that I consistently see that people are not understanding when it comes to manifestation, or maybe they understand it on a logical level, but they aren't integrating it and they aren't embodying it. And this is what is going to literally always block you from manifesting one thing that you desire, let alone your entire desired reality. And that thing is focusing on the external world to give you evidence, proof, or validation that it is working. You have to realize that the external world is past evidence. It is what your past self thought about and and vibrate, vibrated with. You cannot keep looking at your external reality to show proof that you have changed because your external reality is always catching up to you. Abraham Hicks calls it the leading energy. If you want to be the leading energy in your life and in your business, you have to stop looking at what's happening on the external world. You have to stop looking for validation. You have to stop looking for proof. You have to stop looking for proof that it's working. And you have to stop assigning meaning when you don't see anything shifting in the external world. 90, at least 90% of manifestation is an internal game. From other people looking in, they honestly will not see that you are doing this work. They're not going to notice that you are changing because you have to do a lot of work on yourself before your external world starts changing. And I see so many people that come into my mentorship or come into my academy or any of my programs that they start doing the work and they start believing and they start energetically aligning and then 
they look for instant gratification. And the second that the instant gratification is there, they energetically unplug. So instead of believing that it's working, instead of continuing to do the mindset work, so that way they can also be doing the frequency work to stay in alignment, they just go, oh, well, this isn't working. And they go back to their old vibration. They go back to their old thoughts. They go back to their old self-concept. And it's like, If you keep unplugging and you keep going back to your old self, your old identity, your old actions, your old behaviors, your old thoughts, then you're going to be energetically exhausted because it's like Sisyphus who is constantly having to push a boulder up a hill. This is what you're doing. The majority of the work is going to be the most difficult at the beginning because you're rewiring, you're regulating, and you're recoding. You guys know by now that those are the three pillars to my psyche manifestation method. That is what's going to take the most amount of energy from you. It's what's going to take the most amount of consistency, the most amount of dedication. You have to decide that you are changing who you are so that way your reality changes. And a decision means that you're willing to do whatever it takes until it becomes a reality. It isn't about what you want. The universe doesn't care what you want. You don't really care about what you want because if it's something that you want, you're not doing anything about it. You're wishfully hoping that it's going to land on your lap, but you're not taking the action. You're not doing the mindset work. You're not doing the frequency work. You're not doing the regulating work. You're just staying the same old version of you and expecting your circumstances to change. And that's the actual definition of insanity, doing the same thing over and over again and expecting different results. You understand by now that your beliefs are creating your reality. If you don't change your beliefs, your reality won't change. If you don't change your frequency, your reality won't change. You have to stop looking at the outside world to validate the new life that you're calling in, to validate that it is working. You have to decide that it is working and then keep taking the steps to make sure that it will work. Those steps are the mindset work, the frequency work, the regulating work, all of these things. Like This is how you create your new reality. But if you are like Sisyphus, who is pushing up this boulder, and then you look to see how far you've gone up the hill, and you're like, well, I haven't gone far enough, then what you end up doing is you spent all of this time and energy pushing this boulder up the hill, aka rewiring, recoding, regulating, and then as soon as you realize, well, I haven't gotten up the hill fully yet, screw this, you guys stop pushing the boulder, and then gravity, the boulder starts rolling down. And so now instead of you pushing the boulder, you are running from the boulder because the boulder is about to crush you. You have to realize that every time you do that, every time you energetically unplug and go back to your old self, you are losing all of the momentum that you've gained. And in order for you to get back to where you were before you lost that momentum, you have to use all of that energy again to get to where you were. And what happens is people just find themselves literally exhausted because they're running around like a chicken with their head cut off because they aren't staying consistent. They aren't focusing on their desired reality, looking at when limiting beliefs come up, looking at when they energetically 
physically wobble, noticing when they've gone into a state of dysregulation and doing the work to get themselves out of it. So that way they are consistently moving in the desire that they want to be moving in. If you're not consistently moving, if you're not consistently thinking, if you're not consistently focusing, one, you're never going to rewire your mind. Your mind needs every single day for at least 21 days for you to actually form a new neural pathway. If you're not doing it every single day, if you're doing it one day and then believing all your limiting beliefs the next day and then deciding to believe that the day after that, but then believing your limiting beliefs the day after that, that's when you are just trying to push this boulder up and then you're running from the boulder. You're pushing the boulder, running, pushing, running, pushing, running. And you're never actually making it to the top of the mountain. You're never getting to where you want to be because you are focusing too much on your external world instead of realizing that manifestation is always, will always be an internal game. It's an internal transformation that leads to external transformations. And I get that it's difficult to do, right? I understand that you've been taught that in the matrix, if you're doing something, then you need to look that it's working, otherwise you're wasting your time. But you need to throw that belief away because you have to have faith in yourself and in the universe that the work that you are doing is the essential work to move yourself forward and in the right direction every single day. You cannot keep expecting that your reality is going to change immediately because I'm here to tell you it's not going to. So it's not about the material things that you're gaining because in quite honesty, you're not going to gain the material things if you haven't done the work to make sure that your mindset and your energy is in alignment with it. You have to realize that you have to be committed to showing up every single day as the best version of yourself. And you need to fall in love with the journey of who you're becoming because this isn't about what you're getting. It's always about who you are being. I always use the example of when you started to learn how to ride a bike without any training wheels. You weren't like the first time that you did it, you weren't like, this is going to work right away. And then when you ended up falling two seconds in, you were like, I'm never going to be able to ride my bike. I mean, maybe as a child you did say that, but then your parent was there to be like, well, nope, the only way you're going to do this is if you get back on the bike. I don't know about you, but when I was trying to learn a bike because I was learning how to ride a bike, I was so clumsy back in the day. Granted, I also grew up with a belief and a mindset and being told that I was clumsy. So I created a reality where I was clumsy. So learning to ride a bike for me was a very difficult task. Like I'm not even going to lie. It was hard for me and I kept wanting to quit. Now, luckily for me, I have a military father who was like, okay, if she thinks that she's not going to ride this bike because she needs those training wheels, then joke's on her. And we used to go camping all of the time. When I was younger, we would spend the majority of my summers camping or what felt like the majority of my summer anyway, but we would go camping a lot. And one time my dad decided without me knowing that he was going to bring my bicycle without the training wheels to the campground, knowing that 
One of my favorite things to do, because y'all know me, I love freedom, that's my main driver, was that I would want to go off on my own and I would want to go ride my bike and go to wherever I wanted to go and do whatever I wanted to do. Riding my bike was my favorite thing. It was how I got around because I didn't have a car, right? I was a child. And so we got to this campground that I don't know how far away it was from home, but it wasn't, it was definitely over an hour away. It wasn't like right next door. So when I was like, I want to ride my bike, dad, can I have my bike? He was like, yeah, go get it. It's over there. And I was like, uh, the, my training wheels aren't on here. Did did you, dad, did you bring my, did you bring my training wheels? And he was like, no, you got to learn how to ride your bike. And I was like, because it was frustrating for me. I kept falling. I kept scraping my knees. I kept just landing on my face on whatever the ground I was on. And I was like, I don't want to do this anymore. This sucks. I'm not getting anywhere. And I keep falling. And he realized that I would absolutely learn how to ride a bike, but I had to stop giving myself the option of having the training wheels. I had to trust that I was going to do it without the training wheels. So here I was wanting to ride my bike, knowing that Freedom was my core driver. He knew I was going to figure it out because I'm a very, very determined little girl and woman. And so that probably the entire time, you guys, like I'm not exaggerating, probably the whole time we were there, I looked like a freaking fool to anyone on the outside because I kept trying to ride and I kept falling down. My clumsy ass kept finding herself on the ground. So it was like I would try and ride on grass so it wouldn't hurt as much. I would, you know, not not, not try and ride my bike on the pavement because that was really scraping up my skin. It was like every time I fell, I just realized that, okay, if I want to ride my bike, I have to figure this out. So it was like, well, let me try and ride over here and let me try and ride over here. Okay, this is embarrassing that I keep falling in front of these people. I'm going to walk my bike and go away from this camp loop so that way I'm at least falling and no one can see me. And I did. Eventually, I want to say we were there for a week, either three days or a week. And I learned how to ride my bike and I was so excited. You guys, I was so, so, so excited. So then it was like one of our last days there, right? And I had like, I was like, I've got this. I've got this. And I was like, I know how to ride a bike. Like, I'm good. Oh my God, I got it. I got it. I got it. And I was so excited. Like, I still visually remember what this bike looked like. It was this pink bike. It had I don't even know what the thing is called that like goes around the middle, but it had stars that lit up on it. It had these pink, glittery, glistening, I don't know half the words of tassels. I can remember in my brain like exactly what this bike looked like and how liberating it was when I was riding this bike. So I like decided I was like, oh, my God, I've got it. Like I've been riding. I haven't been falling. Oh, my God, I'm ready to like tell people that I can ride this bike. And I will, I don't know that I'll ever forget this experience. So I'm riding my bike. I'm so excited. And I finally, I'm like, dad, I got this. I got this. I got this. And he's like, okay, cool. So we're going to go on a walk. And I just remember we, it must've been a campsite that we either knew a lot of people at or they came camping at the same time. I don't know, but we were walking 
well, the adults were walking and then the kids were riding their bikes and we were doing like this big walk, all of us together. And I was like, I got this. I'm riding my bike. Da, 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 da. And we were close to the end of the walk to end like, or the bike ride, whatever. And I remember I was so proud of myself because I rode the whole time that I decided to look behind me where my dad was and say, look at me, I'm riding. Well, don't you know that while I took my eyes off of where I was going and when I looked behind me, I'm not exaggerating, I I ran head into a tree that had to have been at least three or four feet wide. Like it was a big tree, like big. And it was like, boop. And there I was again in front of everyone telling them how I could ride my bike. And literally the second that I am done spitting out those words, I am crashing. How I did not see this huge tree in front of me when I decided to turn around and tell everyone and show off that I was manifesting is still beyond me. But I will never forget the image of me turning around and seeing that tree an inch away from my face. It is an experience that I will never forget. And I have, like, if you look at my face, I have multiple scars on my face from riding bicycles. I've gotten stitches because of bike accidents. Like, your girl was not good at riding bikes. When people are like, do you ride motorcycles? Because I do brand ambassador work for Indian motorcycles. And I'm always like, no, I do not. I am, I get into enough trouble when I am on two wheels without a motor. Everyone is safer if Alexa has four wheels and I'm in a car, not a motorcycle. And it's so funny because if you know my family, every single person, including my sister, rides a motorcycle. Well, my mom doesn't, but she used to ride with her ex-husband. But my stepmom does, my dad does, my sister does. Like they all ride motorcycles. And it's hilarious because I'm the one that looks like like, quote unquote, looks like I should ride motorcycles because of all of my tattoos. Anyway, I want you to realize that that is such an applicable analogy for how manifestation is. You have to be committed. You have to you have to let go of any crutch that you are leaning on any limiting beliefs that you still have any part of you that doesn't fully believe that you can manifest it any part of you that's like well this will be cool to kind of play here but i don't really think it's going to work you have to get rid of all of that. Like you have to put yourself in a place where that's no longer an option, where you cannot use what you've relied on before. You have to cultivate the faith in yourself, but faith isn't enough. You have to take action. You need to course correct. You need to pivot. You need to evaluate. You need to take an honest assessment of what's going on in your life. Is this thought working? No. Is this energy working? No. Is this identity working? No. Okay, well, I'm not going to say that it's never going to work. I'm just going to realize because I keep thinking these thoughts, because I keep playing in this energy, because I keep going back to this identity, that's why it isn't working. It's not because it's not meant to work. It's not because it's never going to work. It's just because I am learning a new way to live. That is so, 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 so true with manifestation. And here's the thing, when you start doing it, you can't look behind you at your past and expect that you're going to keep 
going in the right direction. You have to focus in front of you. And that's also why I don't suggest you telling people that don't believe in manifestation, that aren't doing personal development work, that don't understand the reality that you're starting to play in because you're going to end up looking like me, like a fool who ends up crashing into a big ass tree that everyone else could clearly see that you couldn't see. You have to realize that the majority of manifestation is going to be an internal game. And especially when you are surrounded by people who don't get it, who don't believe in it, who are really programmed in the matrix, because here's the thing. Those people have been your training wheels. They have allowed you to go back to, oh, of course I knew it wasn't going to work. And instead of acting like a fool or thinking that you are a fool or, or appearing as a fool, as a fool, you're like, yeah, I didn't actually mean it. I, I didn't think it was going to work out. You keep going back. And what that ends up doing is you keep having conversations that are the complete opposite of what you actually desire to manifest because you didn't fully work on your belief system. You didn't fully work on your energy. You have been too reliant on the external world and the evidence to tell you that it is working. Instead of you deciding that it's working, realizing and noticing when you've fallen off track and then doing the work to get back on track. Every time you look at the outside world to confirm that it is working for you, that is basically like you running into a big fucking tree. That's you completely stopping yourself from manifesting the thing that you desire because your external reality hasn't caught up to you yet. It is the past version of yourself. And if you keep starting to believe in this new reality, but you only allow yourself to get 10 feet before you start looking around you for the evidence, you're going to keep crashing into trees and you're going to keep having to get back up. And getting back up is a hell of a lot more energy than you just continuing to ride. The belief, the energy to ride in the direction of where you are going. You have to realize that this game of manifestation, it's really you learning how to play it, right? You weren't taught how to play this. Like you weren't taught from an infant that this is how reality works. These are the universal principles. No, you were taught man-made laws that are subjective, that truly don't mean anything in the grand scheme of anything and are really just typically taking your power away and restricting you. You have to realize that that's what's still going to be there in your outside world. If you just started manifesting, especially because you haven't spent enough time becoming this new version of yourself, you haven't spent enough time rewiring your mind, regulating your nervous system, recoding your cellular DNA. It takes time at the beginning because you are learning to operate life in a completely different way than you've ever been told. It is as if you had been given blueprints for how life goes for you when you were a child and it was reaffirmed over and over again, aka conditioned and programmed into your mind. And then at whatever age you are, when you find manifestation, someone says, oh, by the way, you might want to burn those because uh, that's the problem. And then they give you a whole new set of blueprints and they're like, here you go. This is, uh, this is what you really have to do. And you're like, wait a minute, what? What? This goes against everything I've ever been told. And it's like, yup, 
Well, you were lied to your whole life. You can either get upset and throw a temper tantrum that you've been lied to because in all honesty, anyone that did lie to you, like your parents or whoever raised you, they were doing the best that they could with the information that they had. They weren't aware of this. Like, thank God for the internet because now people are waking up so much easier because we have a database of information that people get to access. Podcasts posts on Instagram, TikTok, YouTube. Like there's so many resources for you to learn how this new way of living is. And the thing is, is it all aligns with the universal principles. So these universal principles have always been in effect. But one thing I talk about in my manifestation book that I'm writing and in my programs is that the universal laws are always in effect, just like gravity is. Doesn't matter where you drop an apple on the planet, it's gonna fall. And that's how the universal principles are. Whether you believe in them or not, they are always in effect. But here's the thing, your reticular activating system in your mind is feeding you the information that you are deeming it important. So just because you haven't seen evidence of these universal principles working, it does not mean that they are always in effect. They're immutable. There is nothing that can supersede the universal laws of the universe, literally nothing. But if you've been conditioned to not even know that they're there, so they are never in your conscious awareness, you're never going to be able to point out to your brain, AKA the reticular activating system in your mind that you wanna start seeing these principles in effect. You have to keep feeding your mind with this new information. That's why a lot of people will call it a mental diet. When you start learning manifestation, you have to go on a mental diet because you can't keep watching the news every single day. You can't keep binging Netflix where all of the shows are telling you that rich people are terrible and immoral and it's moral and just to be poor and it's normal to be poor and it's normal to be sick and it's normal to be in lack. Like the, the matrix wants you to stay stuck in the matrix. So as I always say, you can't have one foot in the matrix and one foot in the manifestation world because your programming is going to keep pulling you into the matrix. A mental diet means you're no longer going to be consuming or surrounding yourself with people who keep reaffirming your past. And that oftentimes means that you might be the only one in your locality, in your family, in your friends, in your household that is doing this work. And that to me is the universe being like, I'm, I'm not giving her any training wheels. I'm not allowing her to have anyone that she can talk about this with because I need her to realize this is an internal game. And if you're new to my world, I always will use the pronouns she, he, she, her, and I'll talk to women. And you can be a man and listen to me, but for once in your life, you are just gonna have to realize that I'm speaking to women and you're gonna have to do the work to apply it to you. If you're non-binary, use whatever pronoun you want, but don't take offense when I'm speaking to women. We don't have rights to our body right now. I have every right to speak to women. <laughs> so, but what I'm getting at is, Oftentimes, I truly believe that we are surrounded by a lot of people in our life that are reaffirming the matrix because we, 
the ones that are doing this work. We are the ones that took the soul contract that said we are going to become conscious in this lifetime. And what we have to realize is not everyone is meant to become conscious in this lifetime. Some people are meant to be walking around unconscious so they facilitate the transformation of the conscious beings, the light workers, the star seeds. In order for us to really ground into our power and really bring our magic online, sometimes we have to not see or hear anyone around us that's doing this work so that way we stop relying on people outside of us and we start coming home to our truth, our authentic self. We start listening to our intuition. In human design, we start listening to our inner authority, which is never your mind. Even mental projectors, it's not an authority. Like it's it's never going to live in your mind. You have to stop approaching life from a logical, rational and analytical point of view if you want to learn to manifest a new reality. Because your logic is based on past evidence. Your mind is using past evidence and past experiences to keep creating an, your same reality. And here's the thing, right? Your subconscious mind is designed to keep you safe. It does not like the unknown. So it's going to keep pulling you back into what you've known, even if it's uncomfortable, just because it's safe. Because your subconscious mind knows where the predators, quote unquote, are. You have to realize your brain is primal and it's always going to be a primal mind. You have to do the work to master your mind so that your mind is not mastering you. And that means having a meditation practice. That means doing breath work. That means visualizing. That means reading, listening, consuming higher vibrational frequency teachings and teachers and concepts that no longer align with the matrix. And honestly, putting your blinders on and trusting that when you do this work and when you dedicate this work yourself to this work, that everything is working out. And when you're not seeing evidence of it, it's just because you haven't been doing the work long enough. And if you're not getting your manifestation, you're getting the lesson that you need so that way you can manifest the thing. You're always winning. You're either getting the lesson that you need to learn, that your soul needs you to learn, that you signed up to learn, or you're getting the manifestation. It is never not working. It's only going to not work when you energetically unplug and when you decide in a fixed mindset that it isn't working. But you have to realize that your subconscious mind has gotten used to playing a victim. The 3D matrix creates victims. That's why everyone's always bitching and complaining about their reality instead of doing anything to change it. You have to decide that you're no longer going to allow yourself to play a victim. You have to hold yourself to higher standards. And if you're unable to do that, that's why you should be reading books, listening to podcasts, investing in programs, investing in a mentor. Like mentors are here to guide you through because they've already been through it. If you're someone who is serious about learning how to manifest and how to master your mind and master your internal world, then get into my Manifestation Academy because I literally give you everything that you need to know. And I know this because it's everything that I learned to go from being someone who was miserable and depressed and honestly suicidal for the majority of her life. And that led to 
that led to drug addiction. That led to working in a career that felt like it was eating my soul alive every single day, AKA working for the government. Like it led me to being broke, poverty mindset and, and in my bank, you know, like in my faith account, in my bank account, I was poor, I was stressed, I was frustrated, I was angry, I was bitter. Every not self theme that they teach you in human design, your girl was a master at it. I was great at playing a victim. I was great at bitching. I was great at complaining. I was the most negative person you could ever meet. And I had to be the one that decided I wasn't available for that anymore. No one else could do that for me. That whole axiom that says you can lead a horse to water, but you can't make it drink. The reason why that's been around for so long is it's so true and it's so applicable to everything in life. You have to be the one that decides that you are going to change and you're in this no matter what. You're not looking at your outside reality because you are always looking at your inner reality. If you want to join my Manifestation Academy, then you can click on the link in the show notes or you can go right to my website, alexaraysmith.com slash A-O-M-U. Or if you want to go balls deep all in and you're like, I'm so ready, but I need some help with this, then you can sign up for a mentorship with me and you will get access to AOM Academy and my latest business school, which I did announce in my free masterclass. So if you are listening to this podcast before July 1st of 2023, you can go to my website and sign up for free for the mission masterclass. And that is a masterclass for heart-centered, soul-infused, impact-driven spiritual entrepreneurs who know that they have a mission to change the world. If you are a coach or a mentor or you are in the service provider industry, there's a conversation in there that no coach has ever had with you speaking very raw about the coaching industry and what's been going on over the past two years. And it's a conversation that is absolutely needed. So if you join that masterclass, you will be able to get access to that for up until July 1st. And there's also a special discount for you joining the masterclass. So that way you can get into my business academy. So if you are ready to master life and master business, then you've got plenty of options. If you have any questions at all, you can always DM me on either Instagram or on TikTok. And yeah, I'll see you in either the Manifestation Academy in my mentorship world or in my business school, or I'll just hang out with you on social media. Either way, I'm so, so grateful that you are here. Thank you so much for listening to my podcast. I love you guys so much. I love connecting with you. I love helping you transform your life. And I love that I've gotten to a space where I can help others transform their life because I truly know what it feels like to feel completely hopeless and stuck and really just sad about how your life is going. And I'm here to tell you, you get to change that. And it doesn't have to take a long time. Like when you get into a container with a mentor or when you get into a program, you are literally 
collapsing the timeline of how fast it gets to happen for you because you're learning through their life experience, through their trial and errors, and you're learning what's working. So I will talk to you in the next episode and I love you guys so much. Thank you so much for listening to this episode. If you're ready to go deeper and to get into my world, you can go to my website, alexaraysmith.com. You'll find all of my current programs on there. If you're desiring to get mentored by me, then the best thing to do is shoot me a DM on Instagram and we can talk about mentorship options and which one's the best fit for you. If you're absolutely loving this podcast, please go rate it five stars and let me know why you're loving it. This will help me share the podcast with more people. Thank you so much for spending your time with me. And until the next episode, keep manifesting the most incredible life.